Saram dear listeners and welcome to this special episode of Trist with Divinity our series of conversations with people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Today is 27th December 2013 and there is Christmas joy still in the air the atmosphere of prashanti is so suffused with this beautiful vibration of christmas you can really almost palpably feel that joy and love in the air and we in radio sai we are very keen to capture this spirit of christmas because christmas in prashanti is very different from elsewhere and the only way we can sort of preserve and treasure this beautiful feeling of being in this divine hamlet is by capturing some of the feelings of what people who have been here keep in their hearts what is it that they treasure in their hearts as they leave after this beautiful celebrations and one devotee who has really come forward and has helped in capturing this beautiful feeling of being in prashanti capturing the spirit of christmas is mr kiritharan from malaysia even though professionally he is a healthcare professional but he's uh, donned the hat of a reporter and is gone around prashanti and been speaking to many people trying to collect their moments of joy of being in prashanti and fortunately he's here with us and along with him are three other members of this christmas joy story of prashanti we have two sisters urvashi and sesha from durban south africa and mr arvin chohan from sydney australia urvashi is an account manager working in south africa in a company called mandalis international her sister sesha is a media strategist working in a firm called media shop and mr arvin chohan is an electrical contractor and all of them in their own ways have participated and contributed and have been blessed to be in prashanti for christmas 2013 so a warm welcome to all of you sairam 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 to all your listeners yes so let me just start with what is there top of my mind what is it that we really want to treasure is how it felt being in christmas or is the feeling still there So may I start with you brother Arvind. Well to start off I don't think this feeling will go out. Even the next Christmas will come I'll have that feeling in me. This is I never ever dreamt that we can celebrate Christmas this way. I mean it was a eye opening for me. It in I would never dream in my wildest dream that hey is this Christmas we can celebrate this way come on it's out of the world when it's it's just blown me away but what is that special element what is the distinguishing factor that you find christmas in prashantinilam well the atmosphere that started from the morning with all the prayers and chanting and carols and the people from all over the world i mean they all became like a big one big family and that really touched me i said wow at home with his four of us over here it's I've a big family a big big family <laughs> and they all one and they all got the smiles on them and they've got the same feelings and it's so hard to express in words that 
feeling you have in you know maybe it will take some time to grab those words to explain <laughs> the experience you know because i'm still i don't know i'm lost with words put it this way maybe the two sisters here might be able to help me with these words okay, okay so let's go on to the sisters yeah sesha and urvashi any of you yeah you sesha know, brother if we had decided to spend christmas back home it would have been based with family we yeah. do have a very big family but the focus would have been on food mm-hmm. and buying each other gifts mm. and not the shift on the actual observation of christmas and the importance of the day mm-hmm. and i think here in prashanti that is why everybody is here it's to feel that love that is emitting through every corner of prashanti and i mean this aura you can feel throughout even outside the ashram gates you are basically coming to one place in a rural india and seeing people all over the world where you could try and visit all these countries and you would never experience the joy and love you couldn't possibly and i think for me that is it it's coming here to prashantinalayam and meeting people from all over the world and sharing in their stories about because it's amazing you meeting russians and swedish and people from germany and it's mind boggling really so even though knowing back home that all of this existed i don't think you can actually believe it until you hear it with your own ears and try and then take this experience and the experience of other people back home where you can share this with other people and they can share in that joy yes so well even if you share your joy probably they'll only get a glimpse they can never really yes, get the feeling, feeling of, that of feeling i think brother kiri had to deal with a lot of tears yesterday because just thinking back at my trip in 2010 which was my first trip to prashanti it just brought all of that that love and joy and you know with swami him in his physical presence here was completely amazing having been my first trip to prashanti um but at the same time i would no doubt feel that you can feel swami a zillion times more because it's not in the cyclone hall that you're going to see that physical presence everybody is going inward and radiating this love and it is felt in every bit of this ashram now so so you don't miss the physical form so much of course i do oh i do i wish he could just appear here right now but at the same time swami is he's literally sitting next to you in darshan it's just that because all of us have shifted to this inward focus of him being in us and you know he's really we i miss him dearly even though i've really only got to see him once but he's given us such a blessing by taking samadhi he's really given up so much for us to experience this and the ultimate joy and bliss that we are supposed to be experiencing wow but when did you I won't say fall in love. You don't fall in love. You actually rise up in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um well, brother, this is actually quite a funny story. Oh, well, I wouldn't say funny. Um 
when Brother Kiri stopped Vashi and I, I said to her, because I wasn't a part of the international choir, and I said to her, you know, my experience with Swami is something for me. Like, I don't think everybody wants to hear it. And then we went to a talk by Professor Anil Kumar. Mm-hmm. And he said, Swami gives you experiences not to hold like income tax. It's not a secret. <laughs> we are meant to share it so that yes. other people can feel that joy. Yeah. And when we had arrived back to our room straight afterwards, there was Brother Kerry waiting. Oh, so there was Swami all the time yeah, Brother I can tell you it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, it was accidentally Brother Kerry bumped into me. He was talking <laughs> to a group of people and then we just said, Sairam, Sairam. And then he said, I've interviewed some people from overseas, this and that. And then we just started chatting and he just asked me how long you've been here. And, and I just said, Brother, I'll be very short. I said, look, I asked Swami a long time ago. I wrote a letter in request of a friend that write a letter to Swami. Because as we are talking about Swami all the time, I said, if ever I go to Prashanti, I need Swami to give me a chance to change one light globe. To change one light globe. <laughs> Just one light globe, and that would Will be a blessing to me. Contractor. That's right. And I said, look what Swami has given me. And he said, brother, can you repeat that? And uh, I said, I love to hear the side of the story. And uh, I have been asked before in Australia to give these stories to the newsletter they yes. write but I always thought that I want to hold back I don't want people to feel that I'm egoistic I want to have <laughs> yes. publicity and things like that but when Brother Kerry asked me I said no this is Swami's house Yes, I think Swami is speaking through Brother Kerry to say come on Arvind it's your yes. time yes. the day is there you have to speak and tell the world <laughs> yes. you know, the yes. le- even the least of experience yes. you have yes. that might make a lot of difference to somebody's yes. life and yes. will boost them to carry their work in yes. service yes. and how selfless service because can because there is no little joy there is no little experience no. there is no small experience everybody's experience is an experience and that is an experience which is so profound and deep to each person so it's like I told uh, Brother Kiri uh, last night. I said, Brother Kiri, every individual has got experiences with Swami and the daily happenings in their life. That if we all sit down, we can write a book. book. We don't have to <laughs> read any anybody else's book. We have can read just our book and say, Hey, yes. Yes. did this really happen? Yes. And yes, it has happened. And Swami has given you that experience yes. and he will give more of that Absolutely. I think you'll need to write more books <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted to change a light bulb so did you get that chance Mate, he gave me zillion <laughs> lights to put okay. you could look what I did in Christmas right it um, was magical when I came here my South African friends they asked me I said Erwin no offense but can I ask you is there only one electrician in Australia and I said no there's a lot I said they said I mean to say in Sai organization, I said, no, they are. But, brother, I said, I'll take it because Swami chose <laughs> me to come here. Wow. So I won't comment on that. Maybe later in the years they'll have their chances to come here. But I said, this was Australia's chance. I grabbed with both hands. And you fixed as many light bulbs as you can. <laughs> so, I, I, know they, I think Swami is, uh, just opened the door for me to put more light bulbs in future. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Sai Kulonta was glowing. You had lights so many places. You had the well, Milky it's, Way. Well, it's fancy you say that because in the year 2001 when I came, the Seva Dal was sitting right in front of me. And the Seva 
Dal was talking to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, where are you from? I said, I'm from Fiji. And something inside me says, come on, tell him the truth. You're not, you, you were in Fiji, but now in the, so I, I'm from Australia. And the guy said, I thought so. And I go, oh, what does he mean? <laughs> anyway, the next question was, he said, what do you do in Australia? And I go, here we go. He's going <laughs> to get me thrown out of this. And I said, look, I'm an electrician. And he goes, oh, see these lights. There's so many lights. And I go, but I've come to see the real light. And I don't know whether he understood that or not. <laughs> but and then I'm thinking, hey, I must have said something deeper he doesn't understand. But anyway, yes. no sooner I said that, what comes out of his mouth is just shocked me. He said, do you want to do seva? And I go, yes, if I'm given an opportunity, I will. And he said, can you stay here after the darshan? I'll introduce you to this uncle. And after the darshan, he went there and he got the name for this uncle. He said, this little uncle was in rush. He's gone to the museum. You go and see him in the museum. So, Anyway, I went in my quick change and breakfast. I went to the gate, was locked, showed the guy the name, and he said, okay, go through. I went up all the way to the museum. The young fellow came and said, see, it's closed. I said, now I have to see his uncle. He took me to the office. Uncle was on the phone, and he just pointed to the chair and said, take a seat. And then I think the phone conversation was taking a bit longer, so he stopped halfway and said, uh, what shall I get you? And I said, no, I'm all right, uncle. He said, no, no, come on, have some masala tea. So he <laughs> ordered the young guy together. And then uncle was back on the phone and I said, I think this uncle is mistaken for someone <laughs> And he's expecting somebody else here and I've come in. I said, so when he finished the phone call, he said, how are you? I said, uncle, listen, I'm from Australia. I've just come to do some seva. He said, yeah, I know, no worries. And by the time the tea arrived, we had the tea, and I am still thinking. I said, no, I think he's mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, okay, let's go. And he took me for a VIP tour. Wow. Around the museum. And I'm, and I'm going, no, he, he's totally mistaken. <laughs> it's not me. It's somebody else. It's t- I said, uncle, I've come to do some electrical work. If the-. He said, yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> so he took me all around the museum. And everybody's looking at me with uncle and say, see, this some hierarchy has come from Sabia. <laughs> so uncle, and this uncle was from Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. I think Swami had given him to look after the project for the museum when it was built. Uh-huh. And he used to come every three months. If I can remember his surname, it was Uncle Rao. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then he took me to the electrician. He introduced me and these are the words he said. He said, show him everything and then whatever you have to have done, uh, he'll help you. And the electrician, I think he got scared, you know. I could sense it, but anyway, he showed me a few things and went away. Then he started telling everybody else and the other people started asking me, how long are you going to be here? How long... About two days later, I figured out that this guy is thinking I'm come to take his work, you know, <laughs> job. You know? <laughs> so anyway, I told him, I said, look, mate, I said, I haven't come to take your job. I'm here to help you. And if you need my help, I'll help you or I'll go do cleaning and whatever has to be done. Yes. And so he was a bit relaxed, but still behind his mind, I think he was thinking, hey, come on. <laughs> so 
the story went on from there and mm. uh, since you know that museum is water air conditioned like it uses water and the vapor uh, i mean the st- uh, what you call uh, cooling system yes and we had to clean the underground uh, reservoirs mm-hmm. because i think the pump wasn't working mm-hmm. so um, we had a lot of blows then we cleaned that and you know i gave them coconuts and watermelon <laughs> and the local boys and they were really sort of so uh, this happened puzzling. in 2001 that happened in 2001 and that's your first trip that's my very first trip wow and then what happened was along one of the evenings i got the spot the very first spot where the starting of the men's line starts and there was afternoon darshan and swami comes out of his room and i could see him going towards the where swami normally sits and then he turns around and comes straight to me and i said here's my chance i'm going to talk to swami i've got 100 questions and i'm going to ask him <laughs> mind he was quick as a lightning he came <laughs> and just blessed i had four packets of bibuti in my hand he tapped three times and before even i can open my mouth he was gone <laughs> who says swami can't work that fast <laughs> oh and i said oh swami i want to say so many words anyway he was gone prior to coming to australia two years before i had this dream mm-hmm. i had a dream that this guy was with me in the classroom swami came he gave us the blessings and swami spoke to us but i don't remember any words when i was sitting in the darshan afternoon i went to have a drink of water and there was a tap on my leg i looked around and saw the same guy who was in my dream oh. and i know him from sydney anyway after the russian i told him said sit in kunanthol and i want to tell you about the dream so i told him he said look i've come from swami's school from thailand hmm. i said oh the school the school in my dream okay that sort of means something then i told the whole story about my dream and he said oh so there's something's going to happen in the next couple of days i said i don't know next day we got the first line <laughs> swami came and he came and stood right in front of me and i had to go straight up this way with my father i'm just looking straight to swami and swami's talking to somebody i looked down was so his chair and i took the padmanamaskar the second day the same thing happened exactly to my mate wow wow that's what i saw in the dream Fantastic. exactly to him swami standing right in front of him he took the padmanamaskar the third day there was our last day here after morning we were supposed to leave swami comes he comes off the carpet comes alongside me his shoulder rubs on both of my knees my mates he walks back on the red carpet my mate just looked back at me and said swami said goodbye to us wow that was to wrap off my 2001 visit phenomenal i'll i'll get chance to assist otherwise i'll take all the time myself <laughs> amazing amazing how swami is literally and figuratively touched each yeah. one of us you know that just that one act you know it could be one look the one brush with his robe one chance to touch his feet and it has made such a profound transformation in us is i think that impact is something that you can treasure and relive and relive your entire life and it keeps on giving you new meanings Yeah. yeah it does brother because what happened on the christmas day when i was normally we go and sit um, with the overseas lines and i was told i said you don't go you've got a special sitting for you and i was seated 
exactly the place where I sat in year 2001, where the <laughs> men's line starts and all these memories Memories. started falling back. Exactly. And then, just before the bhajan, I was told, someone, get up, get up. And I said, what's wrong? I said, come and have a photo near the Samadhi with the South African electricians. Wow. And because when I was sitting there, I said, Swami, 2001, I was sitting here. You gave me this darshan. You did this. You did this. I said, I miss you, Swami. You are not here. What's going to happen today? I'm just sitting here. And when the, I was called for the photo, I think that photo means to me that Swami basically called me and said, come and have a photo with me. That's mm-hmm. what it means to me now. And it will mean to me how old I think I'll treasure that. And that tops everything that other experiences I had with Swami or throughout my life. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> such an amazing story of someone who just wanted to change a light bulb. And the way <laughs> Swami has lightened and brightened <laughs> your life. <laughs> well, look, first of all, Swami says, you take... One step, I'll take 100. I asked for one light globe. He gave me zillions. <laughs> right? And another thing was the dream. Yes. I read about it, but he made me experience that his dreams are true. You believe in it, it will come true. Yes. And it has for me. And to your listeners, I'm telling you, yes, don't have any doubts. Don't have any doubts about the dream. They are true. They are true. And they are true. Wow, <laughs> that is what uh, yeah. Swami has uh, given you that experience. It is coming from your experience. So that's phenomenal. Sister Urvashi, how has it been for you being here for Christmas 2013? Uh, Sairam Bishu, I have to say that Christmas 2013 is a dream come true for me. Mm-hmm. I have been watching the Christmas DVDs of the previous years nonstop. Oh. <laughs> uh, just looking and wishing that I could take part in the same kind of festivities and auspiciousness that goes on here in Prashanti Nilayam. And uh, 2010 was meant to be my year, but Swami had other plans. Mm-hmm. In 2010, December 2010, I had actually booked to come to Prashanti for Christmas mm-hmm. and my entire family was going to be here. My mom, my dad, my brother and my sister was traveling wow. with me at the time. And it so happened that Swami had decided, no, you are actually going to be back home in South Africa while the rest of your family is in Prashanti Nilayam. So what happened was I, I was actually deported. Mm-hmm. I arrived in Bangalore at 3 a.m. in December 2010 and found out that there was a problem with my visa. I had mm-hmm. been here in September 2010 mm-hmm. and didn't realize that I was on a single entry visa instead of a multiple okay. entry visa. So at that point, my sister, Sesha, was left to fend for herself. Mm. She had never been here before, but I'm sure she'll explain most of that story to you. But for me at that point, I had been to Swami many times before that. My first trip here was in 2008. And it wasn't a case, whilst I was being deported, it wasn't a case of intense frustration or anger or Mm -hmm. uh, sadness. A calm seemed to come over me, and the only message that I got was, this is the way it's meant to be. There is a reason for it. This is Swami's will. You just took it. And uh, I landed at 3 a.m. I was on a flight back home at 4 a.m. When I got to Dubai, 
I had the most amazing treatment from the gentleman who dealt with my case. Mm-hmm. And he made sure that I got onto the flight, the very next flight that was available. So there was no long waits in the airport for flights and all of that. I was back home in South Africa at 5 p.m. the very same day. So uh, that was exactly what happened in 2010. And uh, this year, my husband actually surprised me with a ticket to come to Prashanti because he said, I can actually take you anywhere in the world, but I know that your heart would be most happy if you are spending Christmas here in Prashanti. Um, He has never been here before, but I've been praying to Swami ardently to actually bring him along with me. (laughs) And uh, over the phone... Whilst I was chatting to him on the telephone, he mentioned that he would like to come with me next year. Wow. <laughs> which, is, it worked which is a miracle on its own. <laughs> um, yes, the 2013 celebrations here have been phenomenal. I managed to join the Christmas choir. Okay. I actually didn't realize that. So when I arrived, I thought that I had missed sign up. Because mm-hmm. I saw the signs that said that sign up was on the 13th of December and I only arrived on the 16th. But on the day that final registration was to happen, I got word that I'm actually allowed to be in the choir. So that was an experience on its own. It was just the energy that you feel just in the choir practice is unbelievable. For me, you asked if we don't miss Swami's physical form. It's the first time this morning was our last darshan because we actually leave this afternoon. It's the first time that it was my last darshan in Prashanti and I actually did not cry because Swami says there's no need to cry. I'm right here. I'm wherever you are. So he's right beside you. If you just pay attention to that, he is there. He's with you on the plane back, he is with you at home, he is with you at work, in your car. You don't leave him in Saikula Wanthor when you leave. So that was my biggest awakening today when I actually mentioned to Sesha, do you know I did not shed one tear (laughs) at the last darshan. You're carrying Swami in your heart. You're carrying the vibration of Prashanti with you wherever you go. Yes, we come here and we get a recharge because the energy here is so powerful that It's not something that I have felt anywhere else in the world because there are so many like-minded people that are working on increasing their their levels of consciousness. That is why the energy is so powerful. And obviously, Swami has infused this place with the energy. But you can feel Swami and you can talk to Him wherever you are. Yeah, absolutely. Let me add a little bit to that, like what sister, I can confirm uh, uh, what she's just said that Swami is with you, Swami is around you. Brother, to your listeners, let me tell this what happened this Christmas. Mm-hmm. I was approached by this gentleman who works as a cashier in the Western Canteen, and I don't know him. That's what he introduced me himself as. I have met him after that near Ganesha Gate, and he said, Brother, could you please go and do the decoration at Mother Ishrama's Samadhi? And I said, Look, I'll pass this 
this word around to the boys. I said, I'm not really in charge, but I'll see what I can do. So um, I went and passed the words around to the people who were in charge. And uh, the main guy who was in charge uh, from Australia was Storm. And he said, look, we got other priorities at this moment. We have to finish that before we go in there. Anyway, when about 12, 1 o'clock, we were loading all the stuff for other work. The boys said, what light should we put in Ishrama? And I said, if I said Tom told us not to do it, they'll know. So I kept shut. <laughs> so we packed the lights. Anyway, when we have loaded everything, they said, let's go. And they said, where shall we start? And they said, oh, let's go to Ishrama Samadhi. And I still kept shut because I said, if I said <laughs> Tom said that, they won't go. Anyway, we ended up there, and I said two of the boys, they did the inside the samadhi, and I was helping the guys at the gate. Then after they've done the thing, they've lit the lights in there, and the priest logged up, and everything was gone. So I thought I'll sneak in and, and just have a bit of a video taken of the lights I'm doing. And surprise, surprise, right? The lights that was put in there was... With, if you see with your naked eyes, they were just steady lights. There is no flicking gadgets there, nothing. But if you see on my camera screen, it's flushing. Mm-hmm. It was flushing, and I got the shock on my, and I said to the boys, come here, come here, have a look, what's happening? And they said, what is this? I said, I don't know, just have a look. And then I stopped the camera there, and I took the other bloke from South Africa, who was named Upkar, and said, Upkar, could you please take the video? So he started operating my video, and the same thing happened. And, well, we were all amazed, and I basically knew what was happening. I said, no, it can't be anything else but Swami is, this is the way, probably he's saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and and the lightning experience to the <laughs> light man. <laughs> of course, yes, of course. And then after five minutes, you know, we got a monkey mind, we still want to test Swami. So I went there to test it and it, nothing happened. Oh. oh the the light's just steady. But it was steady all the time. But only on my camera screen, the lights was flashing. Wow. So it happened twice. One, I basically took another. So that is the third thing that Swami has proved me that he's here. He's here. He's not gone anywhere. And 2013 Christmas has rubber stamped in my heart. Swami is here and here and he's always going to be here. So to your listeners, please don't doubt. (laughs) If you think... Swami is here, he'll show you somehow or the other in any form or shape that he's here. Please. Amazing. Amazing. I think if you see also the way the decorations have happened, every building in the ashram is decorated so beautifully. Sahikulbant Hall, aquatic, completely new attire. (laughs) And uh, all the pillars, the Milky Way, even the walls. I mean, I don't think any other festival in Puttaparthi gets this much of decoration. Really, it's not only Cyclone Hall, it's every building. I mean, there were decoration items which came even to Radio Sai. <laughs> and we actually cleaned up the studio because we saw so many beautiful decoration pieces have come. You know, let us do justice to them. Uh, and so 
be cleaner no, I'll, I'll give credit to my australian uh, mates but i've really worked hard i've really worked hard day yes. and night not in here back from home from the time we learned that we're going to be decorating the place and uh, i could see how the people were working at the background yes. and i know if i take one name then i have to oh, i no. might miss couple so my very very thank you to each individual who has been part of this Australia and even if people who haven't come here they have contributed their time or resources by somehow or the other I think whole of Australia should be proud of themselves what they have done Absolutely. here in Prashanti and I know Swami will be very very happy on them and Swami's blessing to all of them yes absolutely phenomenal Sidearm you just heard the first part of a conversation with four devotees who were reliving their joy of being in Prashanthinilam for Christmas of 2013 it was Urvashi and Seisha two sisters from South Africa and along with Arvin Chauhan from Australia and Kiritharan Subramanyam from Malaysia in conversation with all of them was Radio Sai's Bishu This was yet another episode of our series Trist with Divinity and was recorded on December 27th just a day after Christmas 2013. We hope you enjoyed this. The audio engineers for this program were Prem and Abhishek. If you have any suggestions or feedback, feel free to write to listener@radiosai.org. Thank you and sairam. <laughs>